Welcome to the Valuable Podcast, first ever live show. I am so excited to, to be here right now and just, you know, have previous guests from different seasons, but I also got some special guests in the room. Do you want to make some noise? This, um, honestly, if you're not here at this retreat, all I can say is that um, you're missing out. But <laughs> we are here have a wonderful discussion and also if you're live streaming now make sure you can use that function um, to ask any questions to drop in any comments and we'll get someone moderating that so you can also get in on the discussion but um yes yeah, so my name is Victor Sanya I'm the host of the Valuable Podcast where we sit down with highly valued guests and have insightful discussions on sharing value in their story and their journey and today I am joined by Torin Joshua <laughs> Janoy Joseph. And unfortunately, Carrie, our last guest, could not come, but she wishes you and us all her warm regards. But nevertheless, the show must go on. So um, let's just get right into it. Like, how are you guys doing? Yeah, this is interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, similar. It's good. It's good. So um, correct me if I'm wrong, but so Janoya, you were the guest, the last episode on my season one of the Valuable Podcast. It's been a, quite a while since we've actually touched base and sort yeah. of caught up. So my first like just introduction is like from the last time we spoke, right? We had a you know a deep conversation. Whoever's listened to that episode, and we were talking about your upbringing, and um, how you you, were, you know kind of grew up in Jamaica, then you moved to London. Your experience with education in university, rather than doing that three year route, you had like a five year span, and then you went to you know become a teacher full time. So like, I just wanted to catch up. Now we're at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, what's changed since the last time we spoke? Um. I think one of the major changes would be my confidence and verbiage when it comes to my career. So um, I found myself almost developing into leadership, um, but more so finding my niche when it comes to communities and culture. So I've been on the program then as an MPQ, um, and that's like the next step into assistant headship um, and the support of my school and just really taking on wide responsibilities mm-hmm. in school. Um, the development of Black Men Teach um, has kind of just taken us by storm. We have a website, we have um, funding, especially from Teach First, and also meetings with decision makers, DFE, BBC. It's a lot, yeah. whilst also working as well. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, I mentioned on the podcast that what's always been about myself is impact. Mm. And I just found that my impact is growing, and yeah. I'm just yeah going with the flow with that. Oh, that's amazing and like i mean there's a lot of acronyms in there <laughs> so, <laughs> I, i'm not gonna everybody knows that like, what you do so that first of all let's just give a reintroduction especially for the newcomers who are hearing you for the first time in terms of like what what do you actually do in sort of your journey oh so um i am a secondary school teacher i teach religious studies and citizenship which is like politics um i'm also a head of year so head of year eight um, so I'm, I've gone down the pastoral route. There's two recent teaching pastoral curriculum. I just found that my my impact is in pastoral, and so my next phase would be assistant head teacher. One of the things to help with that would be um, a national professional qualification in leading behaviour and culture. Um, and part of that is that you have to have a remit within the school, whole wide wide base basically, mm. um, and just show your impact in that area and then go from there. Wow. So like from the last time we spoke until now, it's sort of transitioning or building yourself into taking that, you know, assistant leadership. Sort yeah. Of yeah. And I think I've grown in confidence. Um, and one of the things that's changed as well is that, you know, I did become a staff governor. Um, and so I found myself at the table where we we're looking at the budget of the school, you know, multi-million pounds um where we're going to spend that impact holding my head teacher to account um, and also representing um, a lot of black boys especially within my own school um yeah so just impact and just having that aspect of it. <laughs> a lot and that torrent for yourself wow i mean i know a lot has changed since the last time i spoke to you 
um, you were still at university. In fact, we were both still at university the last time I had a conversation. And I remember we were talking about your story as well from working in Iceland, um, but your real passion was in digital uh, media and content creation and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And like from from the last time we spoke where, you know, you're working in a different, also a different company, you're now went full time <laughs> by yourself. So what's that been like? Um, yeah, it's been interesting. I think, as you're saying, like when we had the podcast, I feel I was still at university and stuff like that. And I just started a, a role working for one of the Real Housewives where I was basically doing like content creation for some of their brands and stuff like that. Um, and that in and of itself was kind of a huge shock for me because it's like, oh, how did I get from where I going into that role and stuff like that? But then um, since then, it's been quite an interesting journey of like going through like anxiety, like trying to understand that post-grad life, like what that's actually going to yeah. be like. And that tr- transition was actually quite difficult for me. Um, yeah, so it, it was it was quite difficult, but it was also quite a journey. And I think there's been so many different experiences that's gone on since then and I can actually go fully self-employed. Um, and yeah, since then, I've been working on quite cool shoots with people like YouTube, um, been doing a lot of like influencer content for like brands like TK Maxx and stuff like that as well. Wow. So it's ever since I took that leap of faith, it's just been full throttle, just like going for it in the scene, like where things kind of take me. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. It's, the way you speak about it, it's not like, because I've had some some friends that have had a similar position straight out of university and they take that leap of faith, but they don't go straight to a job and maybe try something of their own. But like for you, if I was looking on the outside in, like I wouldn't know that, like you seem employed. <laughs> like you got work, you got work going for yourself, working with brands. So was that sort of did that come from a place there before you made that decision? You already knew that you had these company partnerships, you work that sort of different clientele that you could work with, or was it actually a leap of faith? Like, I'm just gonna do this and trust in my skills and hard work. Yeah, no, it was it was hundred percent just a leap of faith because like a, a lot of the like the work that I've done wasn't planned or prepped before like it's just stuff that has kind of come just because i'm not open to be able to take those opportunities mm. um like the people that i'm around the spaces that i'm not able to go into because i'm not working full time like I'm, I'm able to be a bit more intentional about the opportunities that i take and stuff like that so yeah. yeah i think it's also a bit of fear in that as well that's got me to this point because it's like when you go self-employed it's like okay like you don't know when this next paycheck is coming in so it's like this yeah, yeah. work 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 maybe overwork a bit too much but because you're doing that, then a lot of things kind of start to come. So I think next year is going to be a lot of like trying to understand what pace I want to be operating at and figuring mm. out like the direction I want to be going in really. That's good. And what, what advice would you give to somebody who's watching or listening and they're thinking of the same thing? Like um, they, they're kind of, whether they're employed or unemployed, but they want to start out their journey and sort of go down this self-employment room. Like, like you said, paying yourself. What mm. does that look like? What does it look like, you know, having a, a plan for this is like, something to be sustainable yeah I, I mean i'd say just just do it like my the way that i kind of thought about everything was just like worst case scenario i just get a job do you know what i mean like i'll just go back and, and try that but i'm, I'm kind of i kind of treat it like a gap year of like yeah, i'll give myself a year to really just see what i can try and do if it doesn't work i'll go back but the experience that you get from having to operate from a place where you're not knowing where the next paycheck is going to be secure mm-hmm. you're going to learn more in that year than you are working maybe for another organization and stuff mm-hmm. like that as well so I'd just say just, just go for it, man. Obviously, just watch a bunch of YouTube videos because it gives you the information. <laughs> no, it's true. I think um, I was actually on my second ever podcast episode with Flynn. Shout out, Flynn. We talked about that, like, information so widely accessible on the internet. Like, like literally, majority of things you want to learn is somewhere on the internet, right? You can go on YouTube. Like you said, there's a ton of videos. I think the thing is, the harder bit is just that it's like, it will take a long time. And some people want to you know, instead of spending all that time searching for one minute vids there, 60 second in a one hour clip that they just needed, they'll rather buy a course or pay for a mentor, pay for a coach and like take those shortcuts. But I think if you're listening that, that that's a great thing. Like if you do have the time, like start straight away and get delved into that information. But um, I mean, even on the topic of faith, I think for Jonah, for you, it's a bit different. Like, would you say you're in sort of like a stable, stable job per se? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I say that is because I think the aspect of stability has now crossed into comfortability. Um okay. where I I do my job pretty well. Um and I was having certain discussions throughout this whole retreat where I realized that I want something different. 
um, you know, when I came into teaching, I was like six years executive um, position in sense of as either assistant head or head teacher or deputy. And I fully believe that's possible. Okay. However, as I've kind of progressed and certain things have been compromised, i.e. my social life, my the fact that it takes me weeks to respond to WhatsApp messages and just falling out is all those things that the small things I'm more so chasing after that now okay. and trying to regain that rather than going full throttle with the leadership aspect of it. I know it will come. Yeah. Just the way that I'm wired, just the way that I the things that I, I, I plan for my school will just make that happen. Yeah. But my focus just shifted to the fact that I want I want to build what I do after work. Okay. and not be too tired because i've pulled uh, myself out for so much or for so long yeah no that's a that is very good i think that's when you say you take weeks or a flat i mean we we did the reflection task on my table was right one of the things i'm going to let go of is you know taking weeks to respond and i, I generally wrote Janoi, it's rude like that's wow. it <laughs> like do you know what's so crazy because that like, shout out my group who was with me i don't know who was with me but one of the things i said that on my last year booklet literally i said that one of the things I'm going to let go of is feeling guilty not replying to people. Yeah. Because I came to a point where I had so many different like messages. And you, you feel like a week, oh, I haven't replied to this person. Mm-hmm. But that's your point, right? You're, when you're working so hard and grinding to reach a certain like level or leadership or whatever you want to pursue, you're sacrificing something else. And I, I couldn't come to terms with, I need to sacrifice my availability and my, my mental health, my well-being. Does that make sense? Because I work so hard, then I think, okay, like sometimes replying would then look like a task to me. Like, okay, we've got one hour on that train journey, you know, by the time we get the bus and everything, we could whack out that WhatsApp and that Instagram. Then <laughs> hopefully the LinkedIn if we got like 10 minutes, like then then you know, next day we go again. So it's 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 interesting. I think you need to strike that that balance as well of yeah. attaining something that we want, but also balancing what are the little things that you said, like, oh social life a bit that you can't um like you have to basically sacrifice a bit of it yeah. whereas your friends they might you know invite you somebody or they might have a different different availability mm-hmm. than you but it's based on your decisions and i think we did touch upon it but it's it different it varies for different people mm-hmm. so i work with people who have kids who are married um i mentor teachers who you know this person she's married and she's got two kids and she's okay. starting the profession and i had to have some hard conversations with her in the fact of are you aware of the industry or where you're going into because you can't cut you know you can't just turn off on time in the sense of when school starts and then think you can leave early mm. you're going to have to have those days of compromise and i think that's the unfair aspect of teaching that i'm starting to see a lot unless you put the boundaries in place. And I, I wish I was in that boundaries workshop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, would have, that would have benefited me 100%. Shout out, Adam. So, yeah. No, no, no. Um, no, definitely. But I wish I was in that boundaries workshop. Or, or, I mean, do we want to hear from her now? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, today I hosted a workshop on just like setting healthy boundaries. I think you talk about balance. Um, there could be different areas in our life where you know we're thriving in one area and then other bits were just kind of slacking. Um, so I think today we just kind of spoke about the importance of boundaries in different areas of our lives. Um, but first, becoming self aware, like you know, where I'm like my weaknesses, like how do I think about certain things. Um, and then once you like have a better understanding of who you are, you're able to like go on to like, identify, okay, which boundaries can I set in different areas? Um, but if, I don't know if you had any questions, actual like different types of boundaries, so like emotional, uh, financial, material, um, yeah, intellectual, physical boundaries. Um, then we went on to talk about a bit about communicating um, and also not feeling bad. Like you talked about not feeling bad with like replying to certain people. Yeah. And I think people pleasing is a big issue, especially as women as well. Like we love to give, give, give. Um, but then we just kind of, it was more of an affirming um, talk on like, we don't really need to feel bad if something is, we don't want to overextend ourselves. 
um, yeah, just to protect like, our mental well-being. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much that. It's, it's just so essential, really. But, yeah. That's uh, so good, because like, you really have to assess. I like the way you talked about breaking down boundaries. Like You broke it down to emotional, financial, like spiritual, all of these different categories, because like it's really important that we have those boundaries. Um, even for myself, I started to already think about the boundaries that I want to set for 2023. Because when you think about the new year you plan, you're thinking about kind of like the new version that you want to build of yourself. What yeah. is this? What, what do I want to look like in this year? And that what's going to get me there? And some of it is like planning of I need to do this. And some of it is like, you know what? I don't need to do anything but put a brick wall in the middle <laughs> of some things. Does that make sense? So, um, no, it's definitely important. I mean, Torin, for yourself, like, have you thought about any boundaries that you're going to set? Um, that's interesting. Um, it's funny because a few months ago, I went to a um, like an underground cinema, like showing like short films, and I met uh, the director of you know Top Boy. And yeah. his biggest piece of advice was that like getting into the industry and stuff like that. The, if he what he would have told himself a couple of years ago is just to start putting in place boundaries a lot earlier because mm. you know when you're working in this kind of environment and stuff like that people want to message you at all times of the hour like all times of the morning, like yeah. the morning and stuff like that because you're operating with budgets and stuff like that and you're just like coming in and being who you are and letting people know like look this is how i want to operate and this is the, the way that i'm going to operate respect that or don't have me involved like mm. i thought that was quite an interesting thing so i have been thinking a lot about like what's the boundaries that I'll, i'm going to like put in place in that sense and I just, like work hours I think okay. like being self-employed, but also working in like social media and the digital space in general. Social media doesn't really sleep, so there's sometimes like <laughs> it can be any hour of the morning where you even just have an idea and it's like, oh, let me like oh, like execute on this and stuff like yeah. that. But when you're working with clients and they you've created a like an atmosphere where they feel like they can message you at all times of the day, then it takes away from the passion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. that's one of the biggest things that I, I found difficult in the job that I was in when I was doing it at the time was. It'll be a Saturday and they're messaging me at 12 p.m. And I'm like, I don't care enough about this for me to want to do that. But mm. it's interesting because there's certain clients that you when you're when you're doing what you really care about, they can message you at whatever time and you're like, yeah, like because I'm doing something that I feel like it's a part of my purpose. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I think it's just operating in work hours, like having a bit more of a structure to my days and and figuring out again that kind of work life balance I want to operate in. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, yeah. I'll <laughs> literally i call it the p word um i forgot who i was speaking to and they, and they, they always say this because that purpose is that buzzword right mm -hmm. like because people say it and it's it's sort of that hard thing if i ask you like, know what's your purpose but it's sort of like it's kind of like an aggressive question like because you really need to think about it but i remember i was in my workplace and um one of uh so one of my colleagues literally we just got into kind of a deep conversation about passion and purpose and um she was just telling me because she was asking like lots of questions about myself if you wanted to get to know because i'm quite new in the workplace and we basically came to the conclusion that your what you're sort of created to do your purpose is sort of there's always like two indicators indicators leading indicators one passionate that's why people talk about passion. Something that, you know, you don't mind 2 a.m. client messaging you. That I spoke about this before. Like, there's some times where literally at 3, like, I'm working till 3 a.m., but I'm so excited for this thing. I only have to tell myself, I need to put myself to bed because I'll regret it in the next morning if I've got something to do. Does that make sense? But I've got that drive to keep on going. So it's like one of them was passion. And the second one was actually something that you're really good at. So she said that when you mix these two things, something that you're passionate about, you love doing, there's something that you've been gifted, you're skilled, you're talented, that you, like, you're great at doing. When you can merge those two things, purpose is in the midst of like something like that. Does that make sense? And like for you to use your, we talk about education and you know, your black, black men teach, you're bringing up the next generation, nurturing young kids. Like you've, and you said you're very good at your jobs. But do you feel like you've had that to align or is that something different? Yeah. I would, I would say that it's um, something that education, people would often ask me, how did I find myself become a teacher? I, and 
most times without getting too deep because my story is too deep <laughs> i would generally just say that it to look after the younger generation almost found me um and the way it did that was because of my upbringing where and i did talk about you know my dad being incarcerated and then just by default <laughs> i am mixed in line so then i just have to like nourish yeah. my younger siblings and nurture them sorry and so something that i hated something that i almost felt took away from my growth yeah. was actually building me up for some now where i do that for over 180 kids on wow. a day-to-day basis and so when we talk about purpose but then yet still because you're so good at it there's only you that can do it that can do it yeah and so it's like it will find you it will find you and then you just need to be and not basically work too hard in the sense that try to take somebody else's purpose just operate in your own lane and you know you mentioned about you know staying in your own lane today when it comes to investing in property and stuff and i think when it comes to purpose you have to operate in your own lane you can't adapt somebody else's purpose because you can't do it like them and that's okay that's fine yeah that's big (laughs) that's is that big does that not (laughs) again like this was something i was reflecting on um sort of like your calling yeah. like what people like it's a terminology that like you're called to do something and like that calling that some people have like you said like if you try to walk someone else's calling you might find it difficult where mm-hmm. it may come easier to the person who's called to do that if that makes sense and yeah. um like I think it's a it's a big thing as well, especially I always see this my spirit time in this generation. <laughs> like I'm not part of the younger generation, but <laughs> in, <laughs> in this generation, because like we we just grown up on on social media, we grew up with like so many ambitious people doing so many different things. So like purpose can get clouded now because you can actually go online and look at what someone's doing and they're succeeding in it, and you think, okay, yeah, I can do the same. Like just you don't know if that's what it's for so that's why i thought those leading indicators like i'm not saying it's the holy grail like this is what your purpose is but you're really good like you find yourself just abnormally good at something and it's validated as well right so let's not just rely on our own (laughs) own (laughs) thoughts like you've brought that to pass or it's validated by somebody else and something that you're really passionate about you know purpose lies within that and for yourself have you you found that mix yet, or? Um, yeah, purpose is an interesting thing for me. Like, like my mentor always used to say, like he used to just take the mick out of me because when we'd having conversations, I'm more like, yo, like, what's my purpose? Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 but I thought you were on a purpose. Like, I remember your bio, right? Yeah. yeah so, like, yeah. the way that I actually talk about what I do is like documenting the journey of discovering that purpose. Because, like, yeah, yeah. when I first started, that's all I really wanted to kind of figure out. Like, what is this? what's my special journey that I'm, that I'm on? And like, mm. I want to kind of showcase while I'm going through it and stuff mm. like that. And I think as I've developed over the last couple of years, like I've gone from being very existential to like really thinking like, yo, what is it that I'm trying to do to realizing that me trying to figure that out as much as I was, was actually taken away from me, like living it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's nowadays, I don't even really think about purpose too tough in the sense of trying to figure it out but more so just like okay I'm, I'm i'm doing certain things right now do i think being behind the cameras for like my purpose no but maybe what i maybe the journey that i'll continue to be on will allow me to create an impact and do the things that i need to do through that being a route and it's like yeah just stop trying to control and figure it all out like just just go on the journey and like experience it so i think that's kind of where i'm at with it at the moment yeah so you're, you're sort of more so just focused on the journey on that like what's going on now enjoying the process of yeah. like what you're doing and hopefully you enjoy what you're doing yeah. so it, it will lead to that overarching purpose and i think it, it's funny you said that because when i think about it, i don't think purpose is a is an event yeah. sense. i don't think i fulfilled your purpose that like you've got to that event so it's like sort of that process um that you've led is, is really important but if you wanted to say yeah that, i also wanted to kind of say as well like just on the on the topic of um trying to force the purpose kind of thing and we should just normalize 
think you know being able to just like navigate life with no pressure of like i have to conform to this one thing and just like follow the journey as like torrent said and through that you can kind of discover like all these new things i think it's like really important as well but yeah that's good but um no that's that's so good and like so 2023 like that's a big year like 2022 was a big year of course we've spoken about the reflection and how the year has been um but yeah i want to talk about the new year because the new year is like in two weeks now. <laughs> so it's scary but exciting at the same time because we i think it's common for every individual to think about our goals you know what is it for this new year that we we aspire to what is it that we we want to achieve now i think that there's an importance of goal planning or goal setting because what it does it it when you say right your goals is sort of like you're a witness now because it's so easy to keep the things we want to do in our head and just think about okay i want to do this this is what i want to look like in july june but when you you speak it to somebody and i feel personally speak for myself like i'm like for example this retreat i'm sure i've told so many people about it before that like, me and steven literally were at um BYP, BYP. Of it, BYP Black Young Professionals, um, shout out Kicker, you know, amazing organization, she had a conference and we were there, literally first time I've ever seen this guy in person, I working on, at first I didn't want to say, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking of having a retreat, like, I was saying thinking, but the, the plan was already half built. <laughs> 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 but I'm just like, yeah, I'm thinking, you, you, can't, you can't say too much. You're going to have a retreat. They were like, yeah, tell me more, like, that would be sick. I'm like, yeah, what do you think about it, like? Just get a couple of people and like go away, like have some sessions, like and literally halfway in, like, I'm sure you're like bet I'm there. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, what? Then I then I asked you how much you will pay for it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, yeah I think you were talking about price, and I was like, it sounds good, like I've added. Yeah, so I was trying to I was trying to gauge the price. Now, can I really have the plan? But I was trying to gauge the price. So I was thinking like, what will people pay to come? So. And that's not the only person. I'm sure there's other people in this room that, I mean, my, my boy over there, Sean, um, literally we had a discussion um, at our friend's house about, about the retreat and we we're talking about what can it look like. You're asking questions about that like, people never heard of it. Like, what, what would that be? And I think like every single time I spoke about something I wanted to do or go, something like that, it's like now there's a witness. Like I'll put that out there. So the next time I see Sean, it's like, oh yeah, what happened to that? retreat is going to have like, what, what happened in your action on this i think you know 2023 is important to say what what's what are you trying to do <laughs> you know what i'm saying say what you're trying to do and it, that's just to my point like um we'll quickly do like a quick like, one two um pit stop in terms of we'll start with touring like 2023 is there anything that you want to now put in the air so we can all hold you <laughs> i can't watch your words bro <laughs> um it's weird like even though we come to the end of the year i haven't really gone through that period of like thinking about next year yet because mm. i i usually go through like a period of prayer and fasting during january so like it's usually okay. january where i'm like okay cool this is the the vision that's why i'm so interested in the way that you mapped out the vision for your life and stuff like that to think about how i can kind of do it for next year but i think like specific things will probably be stuff to do with like maybe the business and, and maybe like an actual like financial like goal that i want to hit or um I, I, one thing I will say is I want to get more into creating like film type content. So whether that's a, another documentary or um, like a creative project where I'm working with a brand to tell like a story in a documentary type of okay. format, I think that would be something I'm really aiming to do. Oh, yes, powerful man. We've got this recorded, so don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about you? Um, uh, so I'm kind of. Um, Kind of different in the sense that I am very oblivious or oblivious to science in the sense that okay, I'm, I'm a man of faith, I am, and so that from the, the last quarter, I would say from September to December, I get into this space where I'm just very, very reflective but also aware. Um, and so I kind of like almost open myself up to, I don't know, God talking to me in, in different ways. And so being here today, I'm sorry, this weekend, one of the things that I was very much um, just kind of being open to was like moments. And I think, especially as I'm kind of like in transition into like thinking about, so let me not say thinking about, I am going to migrate. So 
I'm in this space where I'm trying to solidify moments with people, with things, um, my school, my organizations, connections, networks. Okay. Um, and it's just all about moments for me. So 2023, um, laugh more, um, enjoy yeah. more, um, but more so complete things. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm. wow. 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 Let's talk about that one there. <laughs> no, because like some people, we start the work and if you leave it unfinished, and literally, I, if anyone follows me on the page on Instagram, you see that the last quote I posted, it was finished well. But well, the caption was finished well because um, I, I find that as well. Like we can start a lot of things, but a lot of things are left unfinished. When you say complete things, like what did you mean by that? <laughs> um. Uh, I was showing this at the table. Um, I think all three of us were on the table when driving came up, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and um, just before we, I came to this retreat, I, I had my year plan. I, I had, like, come to this, finish school, come to the retreat, fly out Thursday. I would, had my driving test last week. So like, come on. But I can't in the new year. And then that flopped. Um, I failed my test and that it hurt it did because I had to go and teach the next hour honestly um, I just actually walked into my my classroom and um, they you know the kids they looked at me I looked at them and I just sat down I just sat down I was like to be honest nobody nobody talked to me right now here's your work and stuff but I think um, I actually, <laughs> I, I, I almost allowed that to kind of ruin the end of the year. So, my, you know, my, my mentor, she was like, look, you know, you've actually accomplished so, so many things, yeah. you know, um, especially when we talk about like developing curriculums that you can emulate with other schools and stuff, you've led on so many different things. And so you are going to finish well. It's just this aspect of it. Save, save. I need to. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's something else. And I think um, more so um, having a holistic aspect towards myself. Um, you know, my faith. Um, in addition to that, um, I'll just say knowledge. Um, you can perform well in what you're good at, but I think how you steward that in sense of yes i'm good at this but i want to become excellent i want to become a master at this mm. that is where my focus is now at so okay. may consider doing a master's may consider you know starting something that will give me that edge yeah. in something i find myself thriving in yeah that's yeah. good no that's good mastering your craft yeah i think in that journey yeah and i think for me i'm just gonna i'll just go to myself because i haven't mm -hmm. spoken but literally when you said complete so i think i was speaking about with my table and the reflection of the things i didn't complete from i said i was going to do this year but obviously in the summer i haven't done one of them was just this health and fitness that like, this gym thing like, just, <laughs> like, like honestly like you know the janitor i hate to say that like, out the january you know the gym january I had membership. february was strong march was strong you see that april you come into that half term because i was in uni before the exams i haven't seen gym since <laughs> so it was like it was a bit like heartbreaking because I thought I was like you have and, and I know that it's a long pro that you watch not overnight thing but it was like getting that journey started and I thought because I've stopped is it going to take me a long time now to restart that journey does that make sense and I said like one thing I realized was that I'm not passionate about gym whatsoever like yeah. I couldn't like, I couldn't really care to lift the weights. Like, people get eked up in the gym. Like, I'm like, I'm ahead. <laughs> but I do love sort of sports when I was young. I played rugby, football, handball, badminton, table tennis. Like, I played lots of different sports. But when I switched from sports into like academia, because I knew that was, I think I spoke about this, I knew that was the, the way out for me. You know, if you know my story, I knew that, okay, if I get educated and I move out, then like, I could really make something for myself. And that took a lot of studying. So um, I kind of dropped the sports, but I think now, you know, graduated um, working, so I want to pick back up. I want to now complete like, Let me join a weekly basketball team. So anybody shoots hoops there and wants to, you know, let me know. Um, uh, yeah, or badminton or something like that. And the second thing I want to need to complete is literally knowledge. Yeah. So I said I was going to read. 
give myself a light go one book a month because I, I like when, especially when you're in rooms like this you know you're having property sessions and like you're, you're talking to like knowledgeable people you're full to think okay i'm not gonna he said automatic millionaire but that's not it's like you're gonna you're gonna read the yeah. book like you should go and read that book right i'm gonna be a different person then again i don't know what happens during the year where i felt like i got bogged down with reading so much but it wasn't like books after that like union papers like yeah. reading 12 academic papers like in a day just to get the dissertation done then you're reading and stuff like how do i even like like you said on youtube you're reading and stuff like how do I even like like you said on YouTube, right? If people are going YouTube. I normally just I like a quick vlog where I can just see the headers of what I need to know. So I feel like I spent a lot of time reading just stuff I need to do instantly, but I didn't commit to the book one. But twenty twenty three, I actually want to commit to that. And I've got a new app called um um Blinkist. Yes, that's good. Blinkist. Yeah. yeah so if you're listening, so Blinkist is an app. If you kind of struggle like me, it has like hundreds, thousands of books on it, and it summarizes each book in terms of the key points like what you need to know in audible form so you can actually hear it like audio is a chapter one not even chapters they don't go by chapters it goes by what you need to know like blink one, blink two. yeah blink one blink two and you can actually read it so it's like with that like there's no excuse like it's 15 mm. minutes for a book so and if you really like the key ideas in that book you can then go on amazon or then go and purchase the book and get to most i said to myself 2023 we it's like i cannot afford not to be knowledgeable you know when they say knowledge is power when you start to understand when you've sort of got you know a little bit of information i'm sorry i have to reference this man again but like when we're in that property session like some people are hearing things for the first time and you know that that's just that you're getting a tiny thread of what if you read books like you recommend if you got through the books you recommended in two days it'll give you more then you read more stuff then you you learn about stuff then that's when you've like shifted your environment mentally as well like it's not just the people around you now you've like become a bookworm of you you've because a book and at the end of the day most people that write books right they condense most of all they know about a subject into a book so it's sort of like and because it takes time to write a book it takes time to find publishers so it's like that's something i said i can't like i can't afford not to read because yeah. it's gonna hurt my income <laughs> in the future so that's just something but um is there anybody's brave enough to share something 2023 want to be held accountable as witnesses in terms of any of the goals or something that you're looking forward to to do in 2023 okay <laughs> yeah let's hear yeah no i think for me um that reflection thing we're doing um one of the things I talked about and said I really want to do, and it's really open-ended and vague, but it's just about really trying to exceed my potential um, in this coming year. And that's just because I feel like this year, I feel like this year I was kind of, um, you know, like surface level, just in terms of a lot of the things I was doing. And you know, like everyone always says, oh, you have potential. And that's like, that's just air. And I feel like we all owe it to ourselves to like really like, fulfill our potential like it's actually like you're you're right like you really have to see that through and I just said to myself that this coming year ahead like I really just want to exceed my potential on all levels it's just like I know the potential is there bro like you just have to like maximize yeah. so that's something I'm really trying to be big on this year that's good. Mm -hmm. so uh, one thing for me is that I'm, I'm a teacher as well as Jadoi um I've always wanted to work abroad and then I started to think about actually taking that step. So uh, next year is, is actually um, actually, actually putting things in place and, and um, looking at opportunities and, and taking that step to, to apply. And then and think about the work that we do with Black Men Teach. Um, we've done a one face-to-face -face event in, in London um, and we know that with, with our sort of networking and teachers, it's important for us to sort of expand beyond London and look at Midlands and, and places up north as well. So a big thing for us is, is taking that step and, and, and running an event in, in, in the Midlands. So we're looking at an event in Birmingham, which uh, we're planning and, and in this process of doing. Yeah, so I think one thing I've thought about a lot this year is being able to act regardless of how I feel. Now that doesn't mean not be in touch with my emotions. I feel like I've kind of gone the other 
oh, I don't feel like doing this. But a lot of the time, like when I actually take the action, I actually do it, I realize, wow, like this is actually in line with my goals and I, I totally do it because it's actually important to me. So being able to have that discipline and act regardless of how I feel, consistently is what something I'm looking to work on. Um, in, in terms of, I do currently here um, in, in London, um, I want to be able to start something like that in Nigeria back home um, and be able to actually look at, not because I live here, um, but to be able to put a foundation back home with my family and um, be able to help the people back home as well in terms of having that international presence. So that's mm -hmm. something that I don't know how I'm going to do that. But So it'll be an educational program to upskill um, black individuals to go into the corporate world. Um, and when I say there's so many, we're a peculiar nation, that we're, we're great human beings. And I feel like sometimes we don't understand and realize our potential. And in terms of what, what you don't see, you don't know, and be able to give people um, that exposure. So in terms of what I do in London, I want to really replicate that back home in Nigeria as to where I'm from as personally, obviously I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not from London, obviously I was born and raised in London, but I, I need to remember where I came from in terms of my roots. Um, so being able to still give back to where I came from. So yeah. My main focus is actually to fail as much as possible. And the reason why I say that is because I think my risk averseness actually kept me from achieving so many things this year. And the main things that I succeeded in was the thing in which I failed, I could actually say like more than 50 times. And so I think going in next year, all the goals that I have are dependent on me just willing to jump in and fail, then iterate and then go back because I always get closer every time that I fail. So besides just specific goals, I think that's the best way to go about changing next year to make next year better. And just before we clap for him, um... I don't know if you've read the book, Fade and Fall. Heard of it, haven't so, read So, um, John C. Maxwell, and it'll be a good book. Do you think you want to film as possible? Some people think Perfection oh, yeah. is the, I think we mask, we mask procrastination with perfection, it leads to this sort of analysis paralysis. So that's what I meant. I was just saying, ah, I'm not ready yet. Cause we even had a conversation about this. Do you remember when, do you remember when we were talking about it? And, um, and you told me, you told me as soon as you have enough to get going, just go. And I did because I did well. I did, but I have to. Half baked. Half baked. So I will read that. And but yeah, I will succeed. <laughs> my main goals for 2023. My first one is that I'm going to commit to roughly three to four hundred hours of study to complete a financial qualification. That's going to be like the first step to really upskilling myself even though I've only just begun my career. The second goal that I have for myself is I'm going to collaborate with a very large prominent charity to set up a fund to support young black students who want to pursue education, but they just might have financial difficulties or um, lack of access to opportunities that just better themselves. And then my final goal for 2023 is to just keep understanding myself as a person and just healing myself as a person, continue with my own personal development, doing things that I enjoy, that further me, continue with therapy and just discovering the best version of myself. Mm. 
mentorship program for teenagers to help them upskill with like any sort of business skills, skills, their confidence skills, things like that. That was good. We've got a whole load of witnesses in the room. So and I think it's good because like the fact that thank you for everyone who shared the bonus to say like what you're looking forward to. I think again, even if like we don't hold you accountable, sort of like you've said it and like I know that there's just something inside that arises that okay like let me actually do this like let me make a plan a plan towards it um but no that's that's really powerful and i think just as we wrap up because i know it's getting a bit late um just wanted to end off on, on one question as well sort of like 2022 you know we touched base we're in december now like what's been the best highlight of your year right now Best highlight for me. Um, it's so hard though. It has been long. Um, I think the most recent one for me is um, the shoot that I did uh, for YouTube. Um, just because that was just something that came out of nowhere, and it was something that I never ex expected to happen. And it was something that, that like podcasts that I listened to for years, and it was like I remember. In 2019, I wrote on like my vision board one time, like these specific podcasts. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be on their show one day." And, you know, when you just write mad goals, just because. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but then it was crazy being able to like being in that room, creating like a, a piece of content specifically for them, and then them being like, "Yo, this is cool. Like, this is hard." And being like, "Oh, so this is the way that the the vision actually came to be. Yeah. It wasn't what I planned for it to be, but it was a moment I got to live and experience." And like, I think that's the. That was that's a moment for me where I'm just like, yeah. Like, wow. And okay, could just quickly explain. So, what was the YouTube shoot? Like, what did they hire you to do? Yeah. So, um, so YouTube have this thing called the YouTube Black Creator Fund, uh, where they've basically been investing in black creators to help them, you know, build their channels and stuff like that. So, they were basically doing an NWS celebration to like celebrate the last cohort that's just gone through it. Um, so I was basically there to capture the. They did some of the retreat to this basically. Wow. Uh, so I was just there to kind of capture that event and. Um, kind of like any Asian case the concept that's amazing. That they were doing well. wait we had our previous guest Timmy Dancer did you meet her there mm. black creator fund right yeah yeah she was um shout out Timmy <laughs> she she was on our, our previous guest on the magical podcast of an artist but she was part of the maybe she was in a different career class mm. um, but um yeah she was someone who got that fun and it helped her grow her channel I think right now she's probably 400k subscribers oh, 600k I, I Okay, six hundred. The last when I when I when I recorded the episode for context, when I recorded the episode with her, she was on that three hundred k, and I remember her. She was telling me about her goals, about how she wanted to start her Patreon and do stuff like that. And now she's on six hundred k subscribers, and I'm sure the Patreon's up and running live. So it's just it's powerful to literally say what you want to do, and the year's not ended, and she's she's moved quickly. But um, yeah, so that's good. But what about you? you know? Um. It's, it's twofold, but they kind of lead into each other. Um, I'd say the first thing um, would be Black Men Teach, where, and the reason why I reference that is because it's kind of made me realize that there's so much more to myself than the classroom, um, and that there's, you know, some Black kid in across the UK somewhere, north of the UK or whatever, uh, London, sorry, um, that need to be inspired by role models. So. By doing that, and um, Black Men Teach kind of just the support that's been rallied around us, mm. um, especially like from the likes of Teach First, um, and I said BBC before, it's it's validated what we're doing. Mm. Um, that's led me to almost calm down on thinking that impact will be just as a head teacher, and that impact for me is more so now developing outside of the classroom. And okay. so my whole focus and direction is outside of the four walls of the classroom. And I think that's a highlight for me because when we spoke, I was headstrong yeah. saying, yes, head teacher. Let's we spoke about that. And I was Let's like, what, in your, in your previous school, you were like, nah, I'm going to move to this school, but we're gonna, we need to yeah, move up the ranks. I was planning, I was planning how, how long <laughs> I'm going to be here. Um, but I think it's, um, it's just developed where um, more is needed more is needed and i think okay. i'm just i'm just trying to answer to that more mm. um as best as i can wow that's amazing and i think just to wrap up for me like my highlight i think 
coming into this year, so another thing that um, I do, I sort of give a word for myself and like those who know me, like this year was the year of celebration. You know, I said it in 2021, right? December always pulls something similar. And like this year has been nothing short but celebration. Like, from everything that I've been celebrating, just just victory after victory. Like my email inboxes, we just get an email, you won this or you've got this. Like, like honestly, and I think, but to just tie it together, my proudest of my reflection, the highlight, it has to be this right here. It has to be building. just to start a podcast not knowing what it'll be like i had a plan of like i want to actually impact people i want to share conversations that necessarily i have back i have this back doors right like I, i've known people in this room for a couple of years like me and horatio speak about conversations that there's not recorded anywhere but it helps so much so it's sort of like i need to jump on the pod that like for me it, does, it didn't cost me much being at home i've never been never this is the first time i've done this ever in person it's always been in, the, in my bedroom which is easy for me to set up and have those conversations and display it to the world but to build this in under a year and like have a brand where people messaging is impacting they get a room packed with people on a live pod nah <laughs> it's, it's a highlight but um also for those who are following sorry not forgetting you it's like um it's a highlight um just having you guys here um like I guess on the journey with me because mm. it's not finished yeah. and it's only exciting to see what 2023 like of course you have your you know a praying for a studio that is I, I've visited a few different studios but something just wasn't right I couldn't I could have set myself up there but I want to set myself up in a, where a place where I know this is where the valuable podcast will be hosted and this is where we'll get guests down and we'll do like fun stuff and like talk have chats like this you know get people in to visit the studio and, and stuff like that so um, I'm hoping to really build that out and and yeah, see where see where life goes. You get there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, um, it's you know good and bad news in the sense that you know good news is that we've been able to do this live podcast show, and it is really really exciting. And and we have to wrap up now. But thank you so much if you're tuning in. Um, just let's give a round of applause for our audience as well. <laughs> listening make sure you are subscribed if you're re-watching this not live make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to the channel because in 2023 we've got a lot more coming and follow us at valuable podcast on instagram on linkedin no yeah linkedin and on twitter and i'll see you guys soon okay Circle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Is it so recorded? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything, you know. <laughs> you can't